Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Rolling great. I mean, there's there's two parts to being an NFL fan, at least as far as like a Jet fan. There's like, ooh, I'm so excited for the new season. Maybe my team could win a Super Bowl. And then there is the inevitable day in October where your season ends. Sometimes it's in September. Sometimes it's in November. Uh, so now I'm just a football fan because the Jet season's over. They're three and six. They're going nowhere. Um, their coach is probably the worst coach they've had since Rick Co- Rich Cotite. He sucks. And now I just, I can focus on the whole league and not just not, you know, I, I get invited out on Sundays to my friend's house, but they watch the red zone channel and I don't go because the jets are playing at one and I want to watch the, the jets. But like this week, I think your brother has, is running like a, uh, a, our fantasy football league, like watch party. And, and I was thinking like, I can't go cause the jets are playing, but now I'm like, am I really going to miss to watch the Jets play Nathan Peterman. Like, if they win, they beat Nathan Peterman. If they lose, they lost to Nathan Peterman. Yeah, so, well, the Jets' bad the luck Jets is that Josh over. Allen might actually be coming back. I'm not sure if Allen's going to play. But if Allen plays, I mean, watch out. The Jets will not be able to contain contain uh, Josh Allen. Forget it. I was going through the league last night and trying to pick a new head coach. Do you know who I wound up with for the Jets' next head coach? Yeah, let's hear who, who you want it to be. Uh, the he was uh, was on TV last night. The Titans' offensive coordinator, Matt Lafleur. He he was the offensive coordinator last year for Sean McVay. And if McVay, even though McVay is calling the plays there, if McVay trusts you enough to be his OC, you got to be doing something right. And before that, he was the quarterbacks coach for Kyle Shanahan. So the two best offensive young offensive minds in the game have hired him recently. Uh, and then Vrabel, who knows nothing about offense, hired him to really run his own ship. And he's doing a pretty good job with very little talent. You know, the, Titan, the Titans for the 80th year in a row have no receivers. Uh, yeah. And the, the running Yesterday really was the first time in regulation this season that the Titans scored more than 20 points. Yeah. The, so maybe it's not a great sign that you're hiring a guy from the worst offense in the NFL. That, that is con- And like Mariota's sort of stagnated slash gotten worse. So you can, I, I do understand the argument against him. But I do want an exciting young offensive mind, and I think right now he's the number one guy who fits the bill, a former quarterback, uh, you know, for uh, for Sam Darnold, because that's what they need. Do you know how many straight defensive uh, coaches the Jets have hired as their HC? Five. I believe it's six. After Rich Cotite, it was Bill Parcells, 
then Al Gro. Well, technically Belichick was hired for uh, an hour, but then Bill Parcells, Al Gro. You probably don't remember Al Gro, right? I remember Al Gro. Yeah, like six one, years one old. year went nine and seven, then left the Jets to the University of Virginia. Of course, that's a, that's an upwards move. The Jets yeah. to a bad ACC team, uh, and then Herm Edwards, Eric Mangini. Rex Ryan and now Todd Bowles. So, like, very defensive coaches, guys who know nothing about offense. And usually when you fire a defensive coach, you go offense. But the Jets have only gone defense. It's so much easier to find a defensive coordinator like a Wade Phillips or an old school like Dick LeBeau type and have an offensive uh, coach than to to hire a defensive guy and then you need to get lucky and find some OC who, if he's half-decent, is going to get hired after one year. You know, the, the league is about offense. It's insane to just hire defensive coaches. So you still believe in Darnold? Yeah. I mean, there have been really good quarterbacks who've looked, in, you know, Jared Goff looked way worse his first year. Trubisky, not that he's yeah. been so good. Oh, I'm not saying year. you shouldn't. I'm just asking because. Yeah, like I mean, there's definitely things I'm nervous about. Him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for this year, he's useless, but he's throwing to. They have guys on the field who shouldn't be near the NFL. And they're and they're putting them out there. I mean, I mean, you're the one who's prior... been talking up this Jets receiving core, and they were all healthy this week. Or they were they all back really on the healthy. field. They were back on the field. Well, here's the thing: Jermaine Curse last year was was great, and he literally caught a ball standing out of bounds this week for no reason. <laughs> um, they cut Pryor looked good, and they cut him because he had a two week injury. They cut him instead of like these GMs are so afraid of cutting their sixth and seventh round draft picks. So they get to stay on a roster for three years, even if they stink, just because you don't want the media saying, oh, look, you only, only two of the seven guys he picked are still on the team two years later. So they have so many guys like that who shouldn't be in the league. Uh, and yeah, no, uh, Anderson is useless. Anunwa's, I, I still stand by Quincy Anunwa. He had a play this week that makes you realize, like, oh, yeah, he, other than Golden Tate, he's the hardest wide receiver in the NFL to tackle. You need six guys to take him down every time. It's crazy. Um, but uh, Robbie Anderson is useless. I hope someone pays Robbie Anderson $10 million a year. Uh, because if he if he goes deep, he will catch it if you throw it to him and score a touchdown. If you throw him a slant, he will drop it, and in the rare occasion he catches it, he will fumble. I think he has three fumbles on 20 receptions this year. He, there's a reason he was a UDFA, even though he has like 4-2 speed. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's that's the Jets minute. I'm sick of the Jets. I, I want them to lose this week so Todd Bowles gets fired midseason, so there's no chance of like a late-season run somehow or beating the Patriots and him keeping his job. Uh, what Do about you the think he's eligible to be fired midseason? Not right now, but a, a loss to the Bills to send you to three and seven is something. It's weird because they just don't really have an owner. Also, like, do we really believe that Woody Johnson, who's the ambassador to the, to the UK and, and is not in the United States right now and is technically not allowed to have any say, do we really think that he doesn't make the decisions that he's letting his brother make make decisions like who the head coach is? I don't buy it. I mean, I mean his ambassador you, gigs last his like brother, two years. It's not like isn't a his brother more competent than he is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that, but he doesn't think that. Like, are we really, are we really going to believe that he's like going to let his brother make this decision? I don't well, know. So, uh, deciding to fire balls in midseason, you know, if if you're going to the fire problem him is anyways. that that you can't hire. So the offensive coordinator was literally hiking the Oregon Trail for the last five years, and he's been just useless. Yeah. Like they they don't they don't do anything. So you can't make him the head coach. The defensive coordinators had major health issues this year, so I don't think you can make him the head coach. Uh, they haven't really talked about what it is. So you know, they made it seem like it was insanely serious, but he's back already. Well, the Browns um, have found a way to, to uh, you know, you don't really need a head coach. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, and, right. and the you're Cavs. Willing, everyone, everyone lose. The Jets have their first round pick. They don't have their second round pick, but they have their first round pick. So you, you, I'd be happy for them to tank and maybe flip that with somebody looking for, you know, uh, a guy because the Jets don't need one player. The Jets need uh, all the Jets fans I know all want the Jets to only sign offense. Like the Jets have a hundred million dollars in cap. And they want them to, to spend all $100 million on the offense. Like, who cares if the defense is bad? First, you have to get Darnold right with five good linemen and receivers who can play. So even if, you, even if you're drafting, like, six offensive players and spending all of your free agency money on receivers and left tackles, uh, you know, don't worry about the defense. Like, the, you'll, you know, like Drew, if you have Drew Brees, you have 15 years to fix your defense, which the Saints in year 15 looks like maybe they finally have this year. Don't worry about the defense until the offense is set up and you have the quarterback of the future. Yeah, I mean, I have not been imp- – we can get to that when we get to the Saints, but I've not been impressed with the Saints' defense this year. Yeah, but it's competent, and and their and their offense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, but uh, with Casey and the Rams and the Saints, it's all offense. Sure, but someone has to win, and it's not, not like the defensive teams are like the Titans and the Ravens, and they're not winning the Super Bowl. The teams that are the Jets are playing defense. They're you know they're not going anywhere. Like the teams that are playing defense are uh, are are irrelevant in the NFL. Uh, any, any quick Vikings thoughts before we before we get to our power rankings? Well, you know it was kind of incredible. I've been complaining about the pass rush since like the midpoint of last year, and last week you know with Everson Griffin not still all the way back and Anthony Barr out and a bunch of other injuries, Linville Joseph, you know they they murdered Matthew Stafford. I mean they had ten sacks. They were in his face all game long. And and this and the the Lions pass blocking was I think ninth in DVOA coming into the game. So I'm not really sure uh, why or how that happened. Uh, my brother has a conspiracy theory that the uh, the Lions first round draft pick Frank Ragnow is a Minnesotan. So my brother thinks that he was uh, intentionally bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's uh, Sammy Chester's deep conspiracy thoughts. Okay. So you know it was good to see uh, the defense getting a little bit of a pass rush again. Uh, poor Kirk Cousins, by the way. This is at least the third, probably more, but three that I remember three times that a running back has fumbled this year, and uh, but the the fumble gets charged to the quarterback since the the, the running back never formally had possession. So yeah, Kirk that Cousins, happened. Uh, that happened with the Lions this week. Also, Stafford like threw a weird pitch. Well, no, to but that was one hundred percent Stafford's fault. No, that was Stafford's but, fault. But 100%. I believe Carryon Johnson gets that fumble because the ball touches no, no, no. his hands. No, it's Stafford's fumble. It's uh, 100% are you Stafford. sure? At, at, yeah. at the time, they gave it to Carryon Johnson. No, they Did didn't. They... Carryon Johnson never had possession of the ball. When a, when right. a quarterback laterals it to a running back and the running back drops it, the, the fumble always goes to the quarterback. In mm-hmm. that case, it should because it was a stupid play by Stafford. But on a typical designed handoff, when the running back just drops the ball, which Kirk Cousins keeps happening to him, and uh, so his, his turnover stats are going up and his uh, uh, Chester QBR is going down. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, let's get to the power rankings. Who's the okay, worst team so in the NFL? It's the, mid, it's the midway point of the season. Every team has played at least eight games, so we have redone our power rankings. Of course, I do it every week, but uh, Keeve only uh, flies into it once a year or twice a year, something like that. So, um, and, and, and you actually sent me these power rankings before the Monday night game last night, and I asked you yeah. if you wanted to redo Tennessee and Dallas, and you said no. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously Dallas, who I had at 19, I would, I would move down. Uh, what do you mean? I guess you have to do it. Well, no, I'm not like actually moving them, but I'm I'm going to stand with what I with what I did last night. I'm going to be I'm not going to I'm not going to cheat. But then I would have to move the Titans it's above. It's not them. cheating to say my analysis is different after having seen you know. Another and the game. Titans, you could argue to move all the way up to 19 ahead of you know the Cowboys, but some of those teams in the middle. Um, listen, the Titans have my future head coach, so now I'm a big Titans fan. I yeah. want to see them succeed. Okay, but not too, who's too the, successful because well, I guess who's the worst team in the NFL? Okay, well, we have consensus on this one, and it's the Buffalo Bills. 
Yeah, I, I, even though I do want the Jets to start losing now, I don't actually want them to lose to the Bills. I think it would be too embarrassing. Um, the the fact that Nathan Peterman's still on a team is is just shocking. Like, do they not realize that they could find someone? Like, even Sam Bradford, who we correctly said in the offseason had nothing left in his knees. Uh, and, like, he kind of he can't practice because, like, they know he only has, like, a few hours left of physical activity in his life before his yeah. legs fall off. Um, even he should be signed and would be a million times better. I, I was proposing that he should be signed for the Teenage Flag Football League. Do you have to run? Like, he would be useless in a flag football league where there's no, you need he, a he can just be a quarterback. He just stays in the backfield. I uh, saw so a pocket passer in flag football. I don't know yeah, about that. Yeah, no one can hit him, right? Right. I guess he won't take any hits. That's good. But he, but yeah. you need a running QB in flag football. Although I he, feel like he, you pull his flag and his whole like lower half of his body would fall off. Yeah, the flag might be connected to some like uh, like cartilage. I don't know. Um, all right, so the Bills are the worst team. Nothing really interesting to say about them. Although I do think McDermott should be able to survive this awful year because it's not his fault. Yeah, I mean, I think it's his fault because Peterman in the first place was his choice. Yeah, but Peterman shouldn't be on the roster. That that's the GM's fault. Well, I mean, no, that's the quarterback who des- uh, the coach who decided to bench him in the first place instead of Tyron Taylor, and then they and then they signed a quarterback in the offseason, AJ McCarron, and they never and they got rid of him also. Mm-hmm. I mean, these I are guess yeah, I guess I guess we don't know what edicts are coming from above and what he's deciding, but obviously, and we said this many times last year, the Peterman thing was, uh, and if, especially if that just comes from him was clearly a uh, fireable offense. Yeah, the whole thing makes no sense. What the hell's going on there? Who's 31? All right, 31. Uh, you have the Raiders. I have them at 30, but uh, in the average, they're 31. They're I do bad. think, like, with a healthy Josh Allen, the Bills probably could beat the Raiders right now. Well, I, I mean, I thought the Raiders would beat Indy and they got destroyed. I thought the Raiders would beat San Francisco and they got destroyed. I mean, I've been hating But now they're not trying. I've been the worst coach. But they're yeah, even worse th- than I thought. Yeah, they're they're not trying... But I would still rather be a Raiders fan than a lot of these teams at the bottom because they're going to have such good draft picks. Like, that Cowboys pick could be the 10th or 12th pick easily. Um, I You know, the, I, the Raiders could rebuild in one year. The problem is, do you rebuild around Carr? So you were super down on Carr a couple of years ago. And you were, and then I he guess had that great like, season where he went. He had a great three. season. It's funny because, like, the two guys you were, like, the downest on, other than Eli Manning, who you've, I guess, has been proven correct at least in like the late stage Eli Manning uh were were Ryan and and Carr and like Ryan I think you're wrong about like will you agree now that you were just I've never, too low I, on Matt Ryan too low I had him at the lowest I had him as the fifth best quarterback in the league no you're always like oh he throws 22 touchdowns and he has no met, I said because season. first of all I was talking about specifically in fantasy but mm-hmm. I was saying that he's not in the same realm as Rodgers and Brady and Breeze and, and well, Russell Wilson and those not. guys yeah yeah and you know he, he's at the top of the tier that includes Philip Rivers and Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins and guys like that. Yeah. Also, nobody's throwing to better receivers than he is right now. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so I, you know. Yeah, but Carr, I don't know. I, I don't know if you rebuild around Carr, but I don't know if you rebuild around Gruden. That's a much bigger problem. Well, yeah, but they are going to. I mean, Gruden's yeah. going to get three years before he even has to. Three years. What happens the next seven? I mean, he gets fired and he gets seventy million dollars to, to, to yeah. be the announcer for ESPN. That's what's worse is that he would actually be an improvement on the ESPN on the Monday Night Football booth. Yeah, like well, I, I almost want Berger permanently. Yeah, I almost want him back. Um, all right, who's who's thirty or thirty-one? Who's next? Thirty. Thirty is the Cardinals. In, another dumpster fire of a team. Yeah, I think this could be a one and done. I'd like to like make a look through a list today of like all the one and done coaches. 
Right. Didn't Art Shell 2.0 get a one and done? Um, I think so. Which, which, which Browns coach got a one and done? I think only one of them. Um, I don't remember. It, There's been so many of them. Uh, Chudzinski, maybe? I mean, they've had so many in the last eight years, but I think only one of them got fired after one year. Uh, the Car- Do the Cardinals have another win on their schedule, Chester? Yes, I have them uh, going three and thirteen. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, well, they, they get well, to play Oakland wins, at home, and they'll they get to yeah, play Oakland, Oakland at home in week home. eleven. So, the, other than that, though, I mean, Detroit at home is not an impossible game, but uh, they really have nothing else that's easy. They they have the the Chargers, the Rams, the Packers in Lambeau, the Seahawks in Seattle. Yeah, they but aren't what, winning. What do they want to win games. for? Honestly, no, they don't want to win. But I I, I think Wilkes doesn't make. Uh, Wilkes reminds me of uh, the Jerry Springer, but uh, what's his name? Wilco, Steve Wilkos? I don't know the Jerry the Jerry Springer bodyguard. You never watched Jerry Springer? Uh, Rob Chudzinski, yeah, he went four and twelve. Everyone else, Petten, Shermer, uh, both got two years, and and Mangini got two years. It's crazy how many guys they've had. Um, all right, keep going. Next. Next in our power rankings? Okay. Yeah, next, next in the power two. rankings. Next at number yeah. 29, we have the San Francisco 49ers. What, are the, what if, like, Mullen's amazing? What if, he, what if he's actually good and we have a quarterback controversy in San Francisco now? Is, is that what you're predicting here? No, I'm saying how cool would that be? Because like, they're playing the Giants this week. Uh, he plays well again. I mean, you could have a Beathard controversy for sure. I don't know if he put I mean, there's just in. There's just no precedent for a guy like him. Becoming, like, all of a sudden becoming great. I mean, what is it, Kurt Warner, I guess? Kurt Warner is the only, like, UDFA who immediately comes Tony in. I mean, Romo. Romo wasn't drafted, but Romo was a backup for a while. Um, But, right, Mullins was good in college. I guess it's possible he was overlooked. Mullins went to a real school, right? Mullins went to, like, a bad D1 school. No, Warner he went to went Southern. To, he, went to the, he broke all Brett Favre's records, I think. Yeah, so that, I'm saying that's – they play D1. They're not in a power conference, obviously. Yeah. Uh – Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that Garoppolo contract, I think you can get out of it after next year. So that's the goal? That's what they're going to try? No, the goal is that Garoppolo is is a top 10 QB, but it's just uh, it's a funny backup plan. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the Niners suck. What's what's next? Uh, I like our deep analysis for all these teams so far. There's nothing to say about the bad teams. They're like there yeah. aren't a lot of there aren't a lot of. Uh, all right. Well, at number twenty-eight, takes. we have the New York Giants. I wonder. So, do they do the same thing they did with Eli last year? Do they pull Eli at some point in November, or December? Well, I mean, last year was such an unmitigated disaster from the fans, though. So, how could they afford to do that again? Like, can Eli, so Eli's thrown for like uh, you know. Over 300 yards a game the last four weeks, uh, on average. Yeah, I mean, Eli's not. But they've good. only scored more than 20 once. I don't think in a vacuum, Eli's the problem. I think the problem is that they wasted the number two pick on a running back, even though he's a transcendent running back. Well, that doesn't make any sense because on offense, they should be able to do something if they have a transcendent running back. If Eli's not the problem. Well, no, because again, that's how football works. You, you don't, you know, you don't spend money on an, on a running back. You spend money. So on I also think line, like we need to realize Russell Wilson can sort of get by with a bad offensive line because he can at least extend the play a little bit and, and find some things. But obviously, yeah. Eli cannot do that. He's not so that you don't see of any of the older guys, Breeze, Brady, Rivers, with bad O-lines because they'd just be dead. And so maybe yeah. that's what's happened to Eli. And maybe if he had one of the good team, good teams offensive lines, 
he would be well. You but know, good. Cor- I mean, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady knew how to get rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, well, Eli's not not good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Giants. The Giants play the, the this ske- the schedule this week is pretty good, but that Giants Niners Monday night game is irredeemable. Like it's like Mull- it was cool to see Mullins once, but it won't be cool to see him again unless he really turns yeah. into Joe Montana. But yeah, we won't it know really if he's makes Joe no Montana. Sense why that game's on? The Cowboys are on every week. That also makes no sense. Well, that, what do you mean it makes no sense? The Cowboys do much bigger ratings than any other team. It would be crazy that's for them not, not that's to. That's not true in 2018. Yeah, the Cowboys still do big ratings. It is true. I would like to fact uh, check that. But. There is still over 20% of the NFL, uh, of football fans root for the Cowboys. Like, they not are bad. substantially more popular than the second most popular team. Yeah, I, don't, uh, they're all, I mean, they're just such a boring team to watch. Every game is like 20. They are. So the problem is they're unwatchable, and the Titans are probably the most boring team to watch. So last night's game was unwatchable. Yeah, it was very bad. All right, number 27, your New York Jets. The weird thing about the Jets is bad teams don't usually destroy people, and the Jets have three blowouts on their ledger this year. Um, and a couple of ev- decent teams, the Lions and the Broncos. I mean, they're not good. Yeah, they're not. the Colts aren't, aren't. We haven't mentioned the Colts yet either. So it's three teams that are not like bottom eight or bottom ten teams necessarily. Um, but they've most, they have most they played two close games against Miami and lost, and they lost that Cleveland game. And then they've bl- been blown out by Minnesota, Chicago, and Jacksonville. Uh, the Jets are bad. Uh, Darnold, every Tony Romo said it really well two weeks ago. Every single yard for the Jets is a huge chore. Like, they can't gain a single yard without the most effort you've ever seen anybody expend. Like, th- there's just nothing that's easy for them. The defense was... The, the Dolphins had seven first downs this week. Remember, they lost 13-6 with a pick six. Like, the Dolphins scored six points. Um, the def- not that like shutting up Brock Osweiler is such a big deal. The Dolphins give 20 carries a game to Frank Gore, who has nothing left. It's crazy. Kenyon Drake, you're terrified when he's in the game compared to Gore. But Gore, who's 34, still gets to play. Did you, did you see any of the Jets snapping stuff this week? The snapping stuff? No. So the Jets center uh, has like a broken finger. And this has been going on for like six weeks. And he can't snap the ball, but they're in shotgun half the game. And you'd think, like, some of the snaps would be good by accident, but every snap is either over Darnold's head or really low. He, he is at a 0% good snap rate. It's crazy. And they didn't take him out. And this has been going on for weeks, but this week I think there were 11 bad snaps out of shotgun. One literally went over Darnold's head, and he, had to, he, he, like, he made a really good play where he th- threw the ball away. So instead of a 20-yard loss, it was, a, it was just an incomplete pass. But then on the pick six, he throws the ball over Darnold's head, and then Darnold just immediately chucks it for a pick six. So he costs them the game right there. Uh, and they didn't take him out until he th- – after that pick six, you figure, all right, he's got to take the center out because he's losing us the game. And he let him play a few more series and eventually well, brought in the backup. Well, they no other options? Is that the problem? No, the backup played last week and was totally competent. Like, he's probably not as good of a blocker as Spencer Long, the center who's who, – but, like – they, he had already started a full game and not gotten destroyed. It it didn't matter because he was ruining he was ruining the game for the team. Like even if you leave him in at guard and and let one of the other guards snap, like they couldn't have been worse. He was you know he they couldn't. Darnold was just throwing the ball away because the snaps were on the ground or in the air. And again, like you or I would have done a better job snapping at a certain point by accident. You would have had a couple land like in the right spot for Darnold. Uh, Bowles is a moron. That, and that's, by the way, I think good coaches, like, the, so the Jets won a couple games early, but the good coaches adjust, and I'm sure good coaches saw what Darnold could do and what he's bad at, and have adjusted, but the bad coaches get worse during the year, so, like, that's why teams like the Jets are going to keep losing, uh, and the good coaches will start to uh, get their teams moving. So the Jets suck, and I hate them. 
<laughs> yeah, I actually had them higher than you did on my power rankings, but consensus 27. All right, number 26, uh, a team that the Jets blew out, the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I, I still think that of the non-rookie QBs, minus the injured ones, like forget about Beathard, uh, Keenum is still the worst quarterback in in the league. Yeah, well, he's a career backup. Yeah, he is a career backup. Um, but they should have beaten Houston. Like they they gave KS, they gave KC a game, they gave the Rams a game, they gave uh, KC a game twice, by the way. And and you know, uh, McManus probably makes that kick over fifty percent of the time, and they beat the the Texans. So this is not a bad team at all. It's not a fun team to play. Are they gonna? Are they gonna? Um, are they gonna beat the char? They have a bye this week. Are they gonna beat the Chargers or the Steelers or the Bengals? Not more than one of them. So they're looking at they're gonna be four and eight. So this season is a total wash for them. And Vance Joseph is gonna be fired, and they don't have a quarterback. Other than that, things are great. No quarterback, no coach. The season is useless. But they have some good players on defense. Congratulations. Number 25, we have the Cleveland Browns. This is only because you have the Browns at 23, which is way too high. I mean, the Browns are one of the worst teams in football. For the first month, they stayed close. They could have had some more wins. But the last two or three weeks, they've shown their true colors. They're abysmal. I mean, what's their worst result? Like, they lost to a really good team by 16, and the week before on the road, they lost to a really good team by 15. I mean, but they were also losing. I mean, they're the only team who lose to the Raiders this year, right? Yeah. But they, I mean, they've been competitive. First of all, they, they have uh, – all right, so their two wins are against the Jets. Who cares? And the Ravens in overtime where nobody scored a touchdown. But, right, their first five games were all three-point games, and six of their first seven were all three-point yeah, games. Yeah, but I'm not talking about what they did then. I'm talking about what they've done the last couple of weeks. Uh, well, how about this? Is Atlanta, gonna bl- is Atlanta going to blow their doors off this week? Like, is Atlanta, is Atlanta going to kill them, or is that going to be a close game? Atlanta's going to kill them, I think. All right, so then I, I at a certain point, if you lose Atlanta, you lose the Cincy and Houston after the bye, I'm happy to put them down at, like, 27 or 28. But if I was a team, I would rather play anyone we've mentioned so far before I play the Browns. Because I, I also think Mayfield will get better just by accident over these next few weeks. All right. So at 24, the Miami Dolphins, 5-4, five and four, above 500, getting no respect. And the reason is because they're garbage. Who's garbage? The Dolphins. Miami yeah. No, the Dolphins, Dolphins. The Dolphins. The defense is totally fine. Yeah, don't sing that song. That's a trigger. Uh, their defense is totally fine, uh, but I, I think def- like I, I think now they realize like the Tannehill thing has to has to be done after this year. But what do you do if you're the Dolphins? Because Tannehill has them in the Jay Cutler zone, where it's very hard to find a quarterback on the you know on the street, a free agent who's better than Jay Cutler because they don't get to free agency, or in this case, better to better than Ryan Tannehill. But they're also at five and four. They're not going to have a good draft pick at all. They're going to be in the high teens, possibly. So I don't know. Like, do you take a do you take a chance on Jameis Winston? I don't know what you do if you're Miami. Yeah, I mean, I don't know because you know you thought a couple of years ago that Tannehill was good enough to take them to the Super Bowl. Do you still yeah, think a healthy Tannehill? No, is good Tannehill enough? sucks. But by the way, they're five and four and they haven't played the Bills yet. <laughs> like they're going to have a good record. They still have two games against the Bills and the Colts. The rest of it's right. hard. New England, Minnesota, Jacksonville. If I put the over under at eight, what are you going to take? I'm taking the under. Well, if it's an even number, oh, for sure s- I'm taking it, you, the over under would have to be eight and a half. All right, eight and a half. You want to make it well? Then, I, then the I might under. take the under, but at eight you have to take the over because all, right, all so, they have to do is so you take the, the over, I'll the take the under, and then at eight we push. I think they're going to go seven and nine. Okay, fine. Yeah, I think you're wrong. I think they could beat the Jaguars at home also. 
I mean, okay, they're going to lose this week to Green Bay for sure, correct? They're going to lose to Green Bay, and they and they already lost to New England by 31. So that's probably with Tannehill. So that's probably not right. going to happen. So they lose them. to Green Bay. They're five and five. Then they go. Osweiler is shockingly bad, and you forget how bad he is because at least he's like a physical specimen. There's like well, one on, or two hold things. On, hold on. Okay. Yeah. So they go at Indy after the bye. That's a loss. Five and six. Okay. I don't know about that. All right. Then they play Buffalo at home. That's a win. Six and six. Then they play mm-hmm. the Patriots. That's a loss. The Vikings. That's a loss. They're six and eight right there. If they go, if they go seven nine, does Gay survive? I don't know. You've always loved him. I've never had any opinion about him. Listen, I'll hire so him. So why don't you tell me? At least as an offensive coordinator. Would you hire him in the division as your new head coach? Uh, I was going to say this anyway. But Bill and Sal did this that they like they were talking about like would you trade like six first round draft picks for Sean McVay? Yeah. I would. How much would you pay McVay if you had a bad coach? In terms of money or in terms of draft? Yeah, how many? How much? Like, let's say he was a free agent. How much money would you give him per year? I don't know, twenty-five million. Yeah, I think twenty-five million is reasonable for McVeigh. Yeah. Like, I think to have a, to have the best coach or a top three coach, I think coaches in the NFL are under underpriced. Maybe the Gruden contract will look like a steal. Well, this is true years. in all sports. Yeah, I mean, this is not a not well, a not college football. Say. I think college football good well, coaches. It, yeah, because you don't have to pay the players, so you can use all your money on the coaches. Yeah, that's true. true. Yeah. Right, and the coach is just... Bit if you had $150 million of salary cap available for your coaches in the NFL... Then it <laughs> yeah. All right, who's, av- who's better than the Dolphins? Who could possibly be better than the Dolphins? Uh, 23 teams, including the Tennessee Titans. Who, again, have to be higher, but uh, you, you had them down at 25. I have them up at 20. To me, the t- I have the Jaguars, the Colts, and the Titans all consecutively right in a row. Right in the middle of the uh, okay, that's rankings. that's fair, and th- th- I don't think the teams have played each other a ton. The, the Titans played a nine six game with the Jaguars, but the Titans haven't played the Colts yet, and I'm not sure if the Colts have played the Jaguars. Um, the Titans still have not had a thirty point game from them or their opponent this season. What do you think was the last time a team played a full season without? Anyone scoring 30. I mean, it'll probably happen this week against New England, who usually beats them 59-0. But. I don't know. I'm going to say 1992. Yeah, I, I would. Ha- I would you'd, I think you'd have to go back to the early 90s because there have definitely been teams who haven't scored 30. The Giants go years without scoring 30, but you will, those teams are usually bad and allow 30. I'll, I'll check after the podcast. I'm not going to look now, but I, I do think uh, we could be in rarefied air. I mean, they haven't even scored. There hasn't been a – this was the first 28 last night in Dallas. And now, like, Lewis and Henry are looking slightly more competent than they did the first six weeks where they were useless, and obviously Mariota had his best game. Yeah, I mean, it just... Does this team have a slight chance? You're saying all these teams are together. Does this team have a slight chance of making the playoffs or no? I think just because Houston has already banked a couple wins ahead of the rest of them. Yeah, it would be very hard to catch Houston. Yeah, I think... I mean, yeah, Houston's at six wins. Tennessee's at four. Jackson and Indy's at three each. So it's just it's going to be hard to catch them. I, I have Houston winning this division. I have Tennessee, Indian Jacksonville all going eight and eight or seven and nine. Okay. So and again, it's just the banked wins makes it uh, too difficult to catch them. I think. And uh, Houston got lucky on a couple of those, but yeah, that's what happens. All right. I'm uh, at yeah. twenty one. They have to sweep the AFC South. At twenty one, we have a tie between mm-hmm. two teams in the NFC, both of them uh, with uh, three and five records. That's Tampa Bay and Detroit, two very different teams, but uh, ending up at the same place. At what point would you go back to Winston this year? And I really well, need to know the answer because I'm very, I'm all over Fitzpatrick in fantasy leagues. In our, yeah, I just in don't understand. Well, you, you weren't in a in a. Well, you don't have any. Uh, I don't have any fab league leagues. Yeah, I'm I'm just not sure what the point of. You know, I started is. in League of Leagues. I started Brock Osweiler you know, nice and Nick Mullins this week. Come back to like decent production out of them this past week. But I mean, do they do they keep Fitzpatrick until they're out of the playoffs officially? Is that the point? 
I just I don't know what the game Hello? plan is here. So all right, they're playing Cleveland. Excuse me, they're playing Washington this week at home. Mm-hmm. Let's assume that's a win. Okay. Then they're playing the Giants on the road. Even if we give that to them as a win, they're five and five. Then they and then the San Niners. Francisco. They could be six and five. Six and five. I mean, I guess. Okay. Uh, then they're playing Carolina and New Orleans in Baltimore. So, you know, I guess they let's say they win one of those and they're seven and seven. Yeah, no, seven and nine is very realistic for this team to go for. Yeah, well, I actually have them going eight and eight, but that's not going to make the playoffs in the NFC. No, they're no, they're not making the playoffs. They're not coming close. So I would well, rather so, see Winston. So do you, I think so you so have you to bench? play Winston. Well, so at what point? Once you're officially mathematically. If they eliminated? lose this week, I think you have to play him. I mean, at a certain like, I, I know coaches don't like to like they they coaches like to play based on performance, and Winston could be coming late to meetings or dogging it in practice, and you don't want to reward that behavior. But you need to know what you have because they can get rid of Winston for no money. Uh, in a, in in six weeks, if they want, you know. So yeah, uh, I mean, they need to know what they have. Unless they're Case sure Keenum. they're done with him already. Yeah, Case Keenum got a contract. Oh, he'll get paid. Someone will pay him, uh, but they might want to move on from him. All right. Um, okay, and then the Lions we have tied with them. You know, it didn't make sense. They traded for Snacks Harrison. They traded away Golden Tate. Unclear what's going on. Then they gave up ten sacks. Well, they were, the and they were also about to sign a contract with with Golden Tate, and I guess they just were blown away by a third round pick for you know a receiver in his thirties because they were about to resign him to an extension. Uh, I wonder if Philly will, because player receivers as good as Golden Tate rarely make it to free agency. And I will say this right now: if Golden Tate makes it to free agency, he will make fifteen million dollars a year, just because there's nobody else, there are no free agents on the market uh, receiver wise. It's going to be like him and Tyrell Williams, and Tyrell Williams is going to be overpaid to get like his usual two catches, 30 yards, and a touchdown, yeah. uh, which, will, which will convert to two catches for 30 yards on any other team. Uh, the, I mean, the Lions play the Bears twice in the next 10 days. I, I think their season's going to be over. Chicago, Carolina, Chicago, and then the Rams. They'd have to go 3-1 and one to get back to 6-6, six and six, right? If you go 2-2, two and two, you're at 5-7. and seven. The schedule opens up for the Bills and the and the Cardinals after that. So even if you get to seven and seven, you're playing the Vikings and the Packers. There's no, I mean, this team's season is over. Really, anybody who's three and five, their season is done. We're three and six. I don't know anybody. Is there a team that's three and the 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 Packers? What's the Packers record? Three five and one. Yeah, three four and one. Three four and one. Right, they had a bye, so their season's not done. But anybody else who's under five hundred, season is over. Do you yeah. disagree? In the NFC, you're saying? No, in in the AFC also. Why? Who in the AFC was under 500 still has a chance to do something? Well, make the playoffs or succeed in the playoffs. Make the playoffs. Make the playoffs. The Baltimore Ravens at four and five could make the playoffs. Yeah. Okay. So the Ravens. That's not the Colts crazy. and Jaguars at three and five could each make the playoffs. I mean, I, Deshaun Watson would have to get injured. I think. Yeah, and then the Packers aren't going to. But they could. I, I think the only way the only way one of the three and five teams catch the Texans is if Watson gets hurt. Yeah, I mean, well, we'll see. All right, let's uh, let's move ahead. These teams are boring. All right, mm-hmm. number tw- number nineteen, we have a tie. Although I'm I'm breaking the tie because you shouldn't move the Cowboys down. So number twenty, we have the Cowboys. We already talked about it. Number nineteen, we have the Colts. The Colts have looked pretty frisky the last few weeks. Yeah, luck is getting better every week. Yeah, and now they have T.Y. Hilton back. They have Jack Doyle Marlon, back. Marlon uh, Mack Marlon looked Mack amazing the last has two emerged. weeks. So I was really sudden, high in Marlon Mack yeah. everywhere, but I, I couldn't like roster him in fit. Right. Someone's banging down shoot. your door. The yeah. Jews are coming. All right, I got I to gotta take a break now.
My wife uh, has a mother-daughter thing in school. Okay, so so we will pick up with the uh, Colts. All right, so okay. we made it like less than halfway. All right, so we're back. Uh, Akiva had to parent his uh, annual performance as a parent for an hour or two. How did it go? It's not true. My wife goes to yoga every Wednesday morning. I watch my son. I parent at least once a week. Oh, yeah. I'm very proud of you. Once a week. Wow. And she even she came over to me and was okay. just like, what do you think about two yoga days a week? And I was like, obviously, I was like, nervous. But I knew she would never actually go to yoga twice a week. Um, so I'm like, yeah, no, no, that yeah. would be great. Whatever you want to go ten times a week, that's fine. And it, it already is like being canceled. It's not happening. <laughs> the key is like, by the way, the key in life, if there's like someone listening at home who's who's like not married or early in a relationship, just like uh, don't fight battles unless you absolutely need to fight them. Like, don't fight a hypothetical battle ever, because like ninety percent of the time it yeah. doesn't happen, and no, then for sure. you're just a moron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, uh, the best is to immediately give in, especially if, if, if A, you don't care, or B, you think it's not going to happen, because then you look like the hero. You get the credit. Well, I think you, what you do is you give in, and you make it seem like, oh, yeah, I, like, yeah, I don't want to, yeah. but for you, of course, <laughs> I do it. Like, you make it seem like it's a big, you know, like, a big concession, when in reality, it's like, I didn't even know what you said. Like, I don't yeah. care. <laughs> also, your son is in the background, so hopefully he's getting this dad, this husband advice. Yeah, and he he's watching uh, Larva. Are you familiar with the show Larva? No. What's it about? Uh, of all the terrible kids shows, this is the worst. It's about two larvae, like these, you know, like single-celled. Why is this the worst? Uh, I'm joking. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> it's about these two larvas who, who belch and burp and fart and spit at each other all day long. Oh, so that sounds terrible. Really, really teaching great lessons to the kids. All right, so I want to do something with the Colts. Yeah? What are we doing? I mean, I don't have – actually, I don't want to do anything with the Colts. I want to go through team schedules, but not, not this team. Uh, yeah, the Colts are – I, have you seen anything you like or don't like yet from Frank Reich? Yeah, I've liked his aggressiveness. I like the fact. Well, first of all, he's infinitely better than his previous coach that <laughs> the Colts had. Obviously, they have such a weird schedule because they started one and five, and it's like, all right, the season's over. But then it's home at Buffalo and against Oakland, and they won. And then they had a bye, and then after the bye, they have three winnable home games: Jacksonville, Tennessee, Miami. They play the entire American South yeah. at home, and and then they're in Jacksonville and Houston, like. They don't have that many hard games. They still have the Giants and the Titans after that also. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the sixth seed in the AFC for a second. Let's talk about all the playoff yeah. teams. So, Patriots, Steelers, Texans, Chargers, and Chiefs. Those five teams are going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Okay. Barring a quarterback injury, those five teams will be in the playoffs. Okay. So, now, this, the sixth seed, Baltimore, as you said, is the only competent under 500 team in the league, basically. Baltimore is plus 53. So, they're actually, like... Pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then, so you have Baltimore, you have Miami, which no. at five and four with an easy schedule, like you have to consider them, even though they're not the sixth fine. best team. Yeah. Cincy is a totally fine team that's not going to be worse than eight and eight and could be nine and seven. Um, and then and then you have the three AFC South teams that don't yeah. win. Everyone else is irrelevant. Yeah. Every team you just mentioned, I think, is going to finish between seven and nine and nine and seven. The only but one... one of those teams will get to nine and seven. I think gun to your head, I think the AFC North teams are probably a little better than the other teams, the Bengals and the Ravens. Yeah, and also since he already has five wins, so. And... But I'd rather be the Dolphins with a five and four record and easy schedule, right? Since he's five and three, even they're not. Since even he's five a better team though than the Dolphins are, and so Baltimore, Baltimore and Cincy are pretty evenly matched, you could say. But the difference is that one of them has five wins and three losses, and one of them has four wins and five losses, and so. Just for that reason alone, I think that the the leader in the clubhouse is definitely the Cincinnati Bengals. So I have them as the sixth seed. Yeah, so the problem with it being Cincy as the sixth seed is that 
the sort of the early Saturday, the annual awful NFC play, uh, AFC playoff game. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it would be the Chargers at Houston at the five four matchup because Cincy at Pittsburgh is actually a game that might have some interest. It might be a bloodbath. Yeah, Cincy Pittsburgh would be good. Is there a chance that the AFC game is not is not uh, as Bill Simmons would say the shaky special? Is there a chance that game could be an NFC game? No, it's it's that no that game will have to feature Cincinnati or Houston. And, and ideally both. So if there was a way that Houston could get the three seed or that Cincy could get the five seed, because Houston, Cincy at Houston would be locked into that game. Yeah, obviously. I mean, that's been that game a lot of times. But with our luck, it'll also be Cincy at Houston yeah. without, like, Dalton and Watson. Do you know off the yeah, top of your head who those teams' backup QBs are? Well, it's uh, I mean, it's not McCarron anymore in Cincinnati. No, Houston, so Houston's I, backup quarterback is... It's not like Matt Castle... Uh, Joe Webb is their backup quarterback, and they have Whedon also. Oh, I, I, he started a playoff game once, yeah, as, as, yes, we, as but you recall. Never a regular right? season game, basically. Yeah. Uh, the Bengals, if I gave you 50 yeah. guesses, I don't think you'd get the Bengals' backup quarterback. I wonder if he's owned in the 32 Fans Fantasy League. What's his name? Jeff Driscoll. Oh. He, he threw a few passes in the uh, blowout to the Bengals, but I believe that's his only career action. Sixth round pick by the Niners, third season from La Tech. I mean, that, that will be one of the most anonymous guys ever if he plays. Watch, Dalton will get hurt, Carson Palmer style, first play of the playoffs. I thought I knew every backup quarterback. I'm kind of shocked I didn't know either of those teams' backup quarterbacks. Yeah. While we're talking playoff teams, do you want to talk about the NFC playoff teams or not yet? Yes, yeah, but uh, who, I'm giving you a couple uh, more backup QB uh, quiz questions. Oh. Who, who's the Bears' backup QB? I don't know. Uh, I'll give you a hint. He never plays, but he's been in the league for a long time. I don't know. Chase Daniel. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ma- right. McCarron is the Raiders' backup. The Adrift uh, Driscoll, man. Yeah. That I wonder would if they had like a, a different backup. Yeah. Uh, all right, fine. Next team. Oh, oh, no. Let's do NFC. Okay. So, NFC playoffs. Skip the East for a second and skip the North. The Saints, Panthers, and Rams are all going to be in the playoffs. Those are really the only three teams that are locked in right now. Would you agree? Yeah, I don't know if the Panthers are locked in. They're not locked in, but they're I, I'll say like 80, 80% or above, I'll call locked in. Like they're Fine. There's no reason to think okay. that they'd miss it with, if Cam stays healthy. Okay. Because 9-7 could still make it, and that's I mean, I have them that's as the sixth seed, so the last team in the playoffs can't be considered locked in, but okay. Sure, that's that's fair. Um, all right, so then who wins the East, who wins, who wins the North? I have the Philadelphia Eagles winning the East at 8-8. Eight and eight. Right, so the East is no matter what going only going to get one spot, and we yeah. since and we by the way, the South Philly get and two. Washington are playing in Week Seventeen. Philly will be eight and seven. Washington will be seven and eight. I have Washington winning that game to get to eight and eight. Ah, they so w- we always talk about this. There's that would be, and NBC would be totally happy to have an NFC. Well, hold on, no, 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 that, because that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not a playing game because even if Washington were to win, they would be eight yeah. and eight. Philly would be eight and eight. They'd both be four and two in the division, but in common opponents, Philly would be seven and five, and Washington would be five and seven. By which I mean that Philly will have clinched the division at eight and seven, which is part oh. of the reason why they'll lose. Interesting. Yeah, the game that will be uh, flexed in week seventeen is obvious, and um, well, let's just get to it right no. now. It's the game that was just flexed for next week into Sunday Night Football, which is the Bears against the Vikings. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. I have the Bears and Vikings. I have the Vikings at nine five and one. The Bears at ten and five. So the Bears half a game up on Minnesota. With a win yeah, but in both hand. those teams would be in the playoffs then, no? Yeah, but it's for the, well, it's like the Vikings and Packers had that a couple. Yeah, but years they ago. don't care about that. That's no, the they did. They flexed Vikings Packers one year. 
right? Uh, there was a, no other option. Their yeah, well, their main priority is is a team making the playoffs or not making the playoffs. Even yeah, if but, it's there, not both but I, there will be no other option, I think. And, okay. And so yeah, so I have that game. Right, an Eagles rate an Eagles Redskins game where. Uh, if it's a playing game, absolutely. Yeah, but I just now don't what's think tricky it's... is other, it could rely on other. If you're going down to strength of opponents or whatever, yeah. common opponents, it could you know you might not know before the game. Well, no, it's it's, know, it's it's not it's not strength of opponents. It's record against it. It, it, it is something record that against common opponents. I understand. I understand, yeah, yeah. but yeah. you might not. You there might be variables on Sunday that you can't control. No, what like we want to root for is Philly and Washington to both be seven and eight or eight and seven. That right. That's what we want. I mean, I root for those teams to lose every week. Unfortunately, yeah. not everyone in the NFCs yeah. could lose. Every All right, week, but they're so, yeah. trying. So I have the Vikings and Bears in a situation where one of them, uh, the Vikings, win the division as the three seed. The Bears lose, mm-hmm. uh, are the wild card, and then they have the tiebreaker over Carolina. So I have the Rams, the Saints, the Vikings, the Eagles, the Bears, and the Panthers. Yeah. I, I, so I mean, Mike Moore. Mike but Moore Seattle's still in it. Atlanta's so still in, in it. Obviously, the Packers yeah. are still Atlanta, in it. Atlanta. By the way, Atlanta is is like that team that nobody wants to play right now. Atlanta looks like a nightmare. And I think they're going to win they the next go on a two roll. games. They're going to get up to six and four. People are going to be very excited. But after that, their schedule gets much more difficult. Week twelve, they have to go at New Orleans. That's a loss. Yeah. Week fourteen, they have to go at Green Bay. That's probably a loss. And then they have to go at Carolina, at Tampa Bay. So they have to play on the road all three divisional opponents, and they already lost at least one of those at home. And then they have to go back. Are the Cowboys totally done two games out in that awful NFC East? Yes. It's, 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 the way they got blown out of the t- I mean, like, yeah. if it's a division where 8-8 eight eight can win it, then I guess technically not. But do you mm-hmm. have any faith in them? I mean, they're going at the Eagles no. this week. If they win, they're 0-4 th- in the road, and they just lost to a really bad team right. at home. They're playing the Eagles and the Falcons on the road the next two weeks. Do you see any scenario in which right. they win those no. games? No. So, right. Even if yeah. they win those two games, they're 4-6 and six and still in and a by pretty way, bad spot. Then they come home, and they have to face Washington and New Orleans, which is you know not two bad teams. That right. I so they'd have to, they'd the have to like... And then they go they'd have to run Indy. rough shot. All right, so the, the opportunity is there if they were good. They'd have to run rough shot on the NFC The, the East, Cowboys will saying. not have a game in which they're favored, or, or in which they're favored by three points until at least mm-hmm. week 16. They could bottom up. The Giants could pass. Yeah, I, I think the scenario would be like Golden Tate scores five touchdowns this week for the Eagles on Sunday football, and Amari Cooper has like two catches for seven yards and three yeah. drops, yeah. and uh, they got him for a third-round pick. Yeah. Uh, but I will say what we made fun of the Thanksgiving games uh, like a month ago, and they look much better now. Like if if they, what really needs to happen is Dallas needs to win one of these two games because if Dallas is eliminated, it's a one sided yeah. game. But Dallas, Washington, at least one of those teams will definitely be very. But Chicago, Detroit, relevant. sort of the same problem. Detroit looks like they're falling apart right now. Yeah, Detroit, Detroit would pretty much need to win both the next two weeks to make that interesting. And of course, one of those listen games if is Detroit in goes Chicago. into Chicago and wins this week, which I don't think they're going to. But if they do, yeah, yeah then that. But makes then sense. it also kind of makes Chicago relevant in the sense that the Vikings could put some distance upon on them. No, no I because the the, most, I mean Chicago, the most they could be up is a game and a half if they win both and Chicago loses both. So I mean, I think Chicago is going to lead this division from now until the end of week 17. I don't think uh-huh. the Vikings and will then, overtake them until week 17. What's the third game that uh, night? Is it New like Orleans Saints Atlanta, somebody? which is a great game. Yeah, that's going to be a good game no matter what. Yeah. Even if Atlanta's like not in it, they'll that's still an exciting yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Thanksgiving has been saved. Yes. All right, what's the next team what's the team better than the Colts? All right, uh, we're staying in that division. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I just don't know what to make of the Jaguars right now. There's just there's been like, I'm not totally ready to write, write them out. We came into the season really high on them. Then they stomped the Patriots. We got even higher on them. And then, basically, Blake Bortles turned into Blake Bortles. I mean, you look at the results and of everything we're talking about now, the worst loss any team's had this season, basically, is them losing to Dallas 40-7. to That's insane. 
Well, no, the Bills winning twenty-seven to six in Minnesota is the most insane. I know, but like that's more understandable. Like, all right, the Vikings just never converted on a third down, and they fumbled a couple times, and it was the yeah. most shocking. But yeah, I guess that is bad. Um, I don't know what to do. Here's the rest of their schedule. They play the Colts twice. Let's say that's a split, and they they have a game in Buffalo. They would need to be Pittsburgh at home to get back to six and six for the final four games. If they lose to Pittsburgh, they're five and seven with the Titans, Redskins, Dolphins, and Texans, which are winnable. But then you're looking at having to win all four. So, I mean, listen, going for these three and five teams, that's why we're writing them off. Going six and two, which definitely does not guarantee you a playoff spot in six and seven, uh, is really hard. And five and three eliminates you. Yeah. And there's a reason why they're three and five. It's because they're a bad team that loses games. Yeah. Did you see I they, tweeted they, out the uh, predicted record uh, the remaining eight weeks of the season for every team? So what do you have for the Jaguars? I didn't go team by team. So what I do you have, have the, the Jaguars, Jaguars the Titans, the Colts. I have them all going four and four. Okay, yeah, so that's that's fine. Yeah. And that would obviously be, I mean, listen, that's better than they've been playing, and that gets them to seven and nine. Yeah, but, and it, even but, if they, but the problem is, again, Houston already has six wins, and so... Yeah, that's they're not getting... Yeah. Houston's going to get to nine in a bad season. Yeah, I mean, I have Houston going 11 and five, so... Mm-hmm. Not that I think they're an oh. 11 and five team, but... Okay, and then who's next? Which AFC South team is next, or are we finished with them? Uh, well, we've covered everybody except Houston, and we'll get to Houston, but not okay, just yet. Okay, so who's next? Next, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, you're down at 18 on them. I have them all up at number 14. Seattle, to me, would be a lock for a playoff spot in the AFC. Yeah, I think they're better. Are they they're, that much better than Baltimore? They're better than Baltimore and Cincinnati, yeah. They were competitive against the Chargers, but like clearly the inferior team. Yeah, I mean, here are their wins. Really here are their wins. Kicks. Dallas at home. Yeah. In Arizona by three. Not great. Against the Raiders and in Detroit. So the Detroit was the best game they played all year. But, yeah. I mean, but, I mean it's not so impressive. The week, the week one loss was, you know, a one-point pl- one game. The loss yeah, other to than the, Rams, the Raiders game, every every game has been real. And, and I guess the Lions game, every game has been pretty close. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys game, they got a late touch on to make it look closer. But I, I So they beat the 8-8 eight eight teams, which is they like played the, Detroit, really well the Dallas of the world. And, and we'll see what they do this week against the Rams. But, yeah. I mean, if you lose in Green, if you lose in, in L.A., you have to beat Green Bay to avoid going four and six and your season being over. Yeah. Their next three games are against three playoff teams. Well, the Packers aren't a playoff team, but they're yeah. People you know, were a bit too quality. quick to write off Seattle, especially after they started the season 0-2. All right, so that's Seattle. Let's keep chugging along. We're finally in the upper half. Washington, number 16. To me, I don't know how you have Washington five spots ahead of Seattle. Seattle's clearly a better team, but whatever. I don't know about that. What does Seattle do well? Like, Washington plays defense. First of all, the difference in quarterback play is significant. Uh, Alex Smith has really been a little troubling. Yeah. Take him away from Andy Reid. By the way, I mean, Seattle plays defense. Not as impressive. So don't listen to anything I'm saying. Yeah. Washington, to me, is a supremely boring team. The only reason they're the most boring this team. Year is they have real wins that Seattle doesn't have. How about that? They beat Green Bay. They beat Carolina. Yeah. They beat, you know, the mediocre yeah. Cowboys. Their losses, yeah, I, yeah they so they just got awful, destroyed by Atlanta. Not great. Losses. The, I thought that would be an interesting game. Yeah. It wasn't. They lost at home to the Colts, which, you know, for the first two months. Of the year you need the to Colts score points win. to beat Tampa Bay, which, you know, if they had any defense at all, people would really be talking about their offense because they've had two different quarterbacks come in and just fling the ball down the field at will for the last, for the entire season. Yeah. I mean, who do you have winning this week? Because I'll tell you, I have Tampa yeah, Bay Yeah, I winning. think in Tampa, it's tough because do we trust? We've seen Alex Smith win shootouts. Like, I don't want to totally write Alex Smith off. Yeah. I think the not well, with these receivers. Well, the though. Redskins have the Redskins have no receivers. I mean, he just lost Paul Richardson, Richardson, Richardson for the season. So and when you lose Paul Richardson for the season, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. The fact that that's a loss no, but the shows, bigger loss, you know, they lost both their, their guards for the year. 
So yeah. I, I would. I mean, Adrian Peterson has been much better than any of us could have expected. Um, I do like the fact that uh, Pe- I was reading Peter King's column that they wanted to sign Orleans Darkwell, but he wanted more than the minimum. So they said no. <laughs> and Orleans Darkwell like, did not even get a sniff from another team after that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I mean, he was the giant starter last year. Orleans I, I assume it's his agent's fault. Yeah. I also wouldn't be a starting running back in the NFL for the minimum. Like, I get it. Like, you want, like, $2 million to, like, be destroyed 300 times a year. To not get killed. Um, Tampa Bay, I I for sure think they're winning this week. And that doesn't even knock the Redskins out at 5-4. and They could lose the Houston the next week. They're 5-5. and Well, again, I told you, I have them coming down to the end. I need them to find one more win than than I have. It'll be decided in those interdivisional games starting on Thanksgiving. Because even if they're 5-5, and and there's a decent chance they'd steal one of these next two. Tampa and Houston are are both beatable. Uh, They play Dallas, Philly, and the Giants in order. And then again, like you said, end with Philly. And they have Jacksonville and Tennessee in between. So there's every game they have left is winnable. I mean, their hardest game left is in Philly on, 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 a, on a Monday night. There, there's, no, yeah. there's no unwinnable game. And we ha- again, because these teams haven't played each other, we don't, we don't have a great feel. Like, we've seen the, the Redskins can lose to anybody. Like, if their offense isn't working, they lost to Indianapolis at home. They got demolished by Atlanta at home. These are 500 or worse teams. Like, that's, you know. And they've been killed. All three of their yeah. losses were not close. Not a great sign. And their wins are yeah. close against the Giants, you know? So, yeah. this team's not good. But So, if the, the 4-5 game, right. by the way, just because we didn't do the NFC play games, if, let's say, Washington wins this division, that 4-5 Washington-Carolina, I know you have Carolina 6, is not a great game. Yeah. Like, it's fine. It's not as bad as what we've seen, but... It, I mean, the NFL would be very upset if Washington. Made yeah, that the NFL really actually. would want Philly. Um, Philly, Carolina is you know you got the champs against Cam Newton is fine, but then the the three six would be um, I guess the Vikings at six in that scenario. But then who's who's the three? <coughs> yeah, I mean Vikings well, Bears. I guess like the the Vikings, Bears there. That's a good game. It's not. Yeah. It, it's not like uh, not a lot of star power, but it's a good game. Well, look. I mean, the Vikings have just about as many stars. No, I mean, like, like they don't have, but they don't have a defense. quarterback that really excites people. I mean, Cousins could become that guy, but I don't, I don't. That's not like, uh, yeah. it, you know, he's not getting a hagiography like Brady yeah, Rodgers did. This but Thielen and Diggs, and you know, their defense for a lot of years has been sort of anonymous. And I think finally, people yeah, and Thielen could become a star in theory, ba- but he's he's supposedly just like a nice North Dakota guy who doesn't. Uh, Minnesota. He's from Minnesota. Did he me. play? Where did he play college? Mankato, Minnesota State, Mankato. Uh, that's North Dakota. He's never lived outside of Minnesota. He's never uh, lived outside yeah, Minnesota. Denell Hunter, <laughs> I think so. Denell Hunter is, was number two on Bill Barnwell's midseason defense player of the year uh, uh, yeah. standings. And by the way, Denell Hunter is like the kind of thing that really never happens in football. You see it all the time in baseball, where you know you have a prospect, and you're you know if you're a hardcore baseball nerd like us, you know you follow your team's prospects from 18, 19, 20, and you want to see them develop into something. And but you never really see that in football because it's 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 just and even in basketball you see it sometimes but you There's never no see it in football. Leagues, but so you can't play. If you ago. can't you can't get better if you can't play, and yeah. you can't play if you're not good. So it, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. But the Vikings drafted him. He was the youngest player in the NFL. He had just turned twenty, mm-hmm. just in time. It's giving to be me hope for Sam Darnold in the NFL. Also the youngest player. Yeah, and uh, and and he was the youngest player in football in the entire league. He had only been playing football or defensive end for like two years. They had just converted him, and so he basically didn't know what the hell he was doing. But they just thought he was so athletic. And then the next year, I think last year, he got up to nine or ten sacks. But it was, yeah, well, yeah, he has Everson Griffin on their side. So what do you think? And now this year, all of a sudden, he's taking over. He's leading the NFL in sacks. He had that three-and-a-half sack yeah. game uh, last week against the, the Lions. So it's exciting to see a guy. 
look, as a Twins fan, I haven't had that because every one of our prospects, Buxton or Sano, or even going back to like Maurer, who's you know borderline Hall of Famer, like they all had like massive injuries derail mm-hmm. their career. So Hunter, so far, is uh, right on track. So right, very yeah, no, that is cool. And his parents spelled his name like a girl. All right. Yeah, exactly. All right, next is, uh, well, I think next is the Ravens at number fifteen because you have them way too low. And uh, but we've discussed the Ravens. Well, they on just the podcast, they, so they, let's they, skip them. They have they're on a three game losing streak. It's not an embarrassing three game losing streak. It's the three yeah. teams that are absolute playoff teams. And when they th- their narrative is just flipped. If they had lost in Pittsburgh, you know, a month ago, and then won at home against Pittsburgh this week, people right. and we we said I think we said this about them, but. They've destroyed. Like they played Tennessee, they won twenty-one nothing on the road. They they beat Denver easily. They beat Buffalo by forty-four. You know the loss by Cincinnati isn't a terrible loss in Cincinnati. So they don't have any losses or wins that tell you so much about them. They beat the bad teams. They've lost to the good teams. Yeah, the advanced stats love them. Yeah, I, listen. This obviously, this you know, we're not bringing any ground. But the home against Cincy game coming up after the bye is a must-win because if you're at four and six, yes, of course, there's. And there's too many losses because they play they play over. at the Chargers and at the Chiefs still. I yeah. I mean in, they could yeah. get very lucky. I don't know what you have the Chargers in that scenario, but I mean they were my pick for the sixth seed before the season, and now I have them dropping to the seventh seed. They I have could them they Cincinnati, in theory they so. could have a scenario where the Chargers aren't like trying 100 percent because they're locked into a playoff spot in Week 16. Yeah, I mean the Chargers are going to be locked into the five spot, right? Well, much. in theory they could catch the Chiefs if the Chiefs lose a couple games. But they will be locked into a yeah. playoff spot, and, and there are a lot of time. A lot of times, coaches don't. I mean, this is just one of the many reasons why I've ranted endlessly about how the NFL. I'm fine with division winners automatically making the playoffs. I'm not fine with them locking in their seeds. The concern that too many teams aren't trying in week yeah. 17. There's a simple yeah. way to solve that. Don't. But my don't my give point is that coaches uh, care less about seeds, seeds than you think, especially if you're not getting a buy. But if you have a, if you way. have a player who's new, you won't play him if it's the difference between a five seed and a three seed. Okay, but the Chargers would be the difference between a two seed oh, and a Oh, so five if you're seed, giving buys right? to non-division were... winners, then I agree with you. If you're giving Yeah. If Casey's 14 and 2 and the Chargers are 13 and 3, they should yeah. both get and, buys. And I will say that the difference between 1 and 2 is negligible, but coaches make it seem like it's a big deal. Whereas the difference between 2 and 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 3 is much bigger than th- yeah. is massive. And and again, that's another rant I've always had that why in every in every other aspect of sporting Achievement is always the goal to finish in first, and in the NFL, the goal yeah, is to finish in literally, second. So that's another I, I mean, why I said, the adva- obviously there is yeah. an advantage getting a home game against that two seed, but I agree, it's yeah. negative. No, we should have one team get a bye, and the two should face the seven. We should have triple. Well, I was just yelling. Yeah, I was just complaining. I'm like easily in first in in one of my fantasy leagues, and eight teams make the playoffs. And I said, like, I'm going to try and lose the last couple weeks on purpose. I think because like the eighth seed right now, or just in theory, like not really. I think the eighth seed is Morty. Hi, Morty. He's listening. Yeah. Um, but like the seventh seed yeah. is the second best team in the league, so like there would be a scenario. Well, you don't get to pick your opponent in this league. That's another problem, right? So I said ke- ne- next year either there should be seven playoff teams, so the one seed is a huge advantage gets a bye, or you get or you get to pick your opponent, and that would just pick the fifth or the sixth team that was really bad. Yeah, or both. Right, or you could do you could do both, but uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to get uh, older people to agree to do stuff like that. Um, yeah. All right, who's the next? All team? right. So, uh, and then the next is the Bengals, who we just talked about. They're at number 14. Well, actually, you know what we didn't talk about? Bill Barnwell said now, because the Ravens are on a bye, they're 4-5, and now would be the time to switch to Lamar Jackson, because A, he's got two weeks to think about it. Lamar has a higher upside than Flacco, uh, and, you know, it would be good learning experience for next year, where ostensibly he's going to be the starter. So what do you think about that? 
I mean, I would love to see that. It'd make the the Ravens a much more exciting team to pay attention oh, to. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah they would be a much watch next week. Yeah. But like Flacco's such a troll. You know, when they bring in Lamar Jackson and they send Flacco out wide, he goes out of his way yeah. to like not run a route. And I keep thinking that. But he's I've t- seen that with everybody. I mean, a lot of. But he you like know, openly like- says in these interviews, "I am never going to try. I'm never going to run a route." And I've always thought, I've always thought like maybe this is the long game and it's a long concept in the playoffs. All of a sudden, he can sprint down the field and get yeah, it. He's go- yeah, yeah, he catches the he catches the yeah. Philly special. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't think so. I get it. I, listen, we I've seen in the last couple weeks break. Brady, Breeze, like all yeah. these guys. Well, the Can't, Saints have been Cam, doing that three quarterback play where they have even Taysom Cam, Hill. Who's bigger than the linebackers, pretended to block and then ran away. Yeah. Literally ran away. <laughs> now, Cam, it maybe is a bad example, even though he's he's the maybe the thickest quarterback, just because we've seen he won't even risk his body to fall on a fumble in the yeah. Super Bowl. Well, Roethlisberger's thicker than Cam, but Cam is, is smart. That's true. Stronger. That's true. All right. Uh, we got um, a three way tie at 11. Uh, okay. Uh, the, and we have uh, dramatically different opinions about these teams. So, first of all, we have the Packers and Bears. Let's talk about them in a tandem. Uh, two to fifty-three. The Bears are an infinitely better team than the Green Bay Packers. Oh yeah, uh, the yeah. Bears are uh, two to fifty-three. The Bears are like a team that gets a buy. Yeah, and by the way, I have the Bears at eleven and the Packers at fifteen. Uh, you have it the opposite way. You have the Packers at ten and the Bears at fourteen. And there's one simple reason, which is as long as the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, they have a chance to win every single game. Right. If you have a good defense, you can you can make Trubisky's life a nightmare. Yeah. Whereas, Rodgers I mean, if can't. the Bears now, and Packers the- were playing a playoff game yeah. in Chicago. Gun to your yeah. head. Who are you picking? Aaron Rodgers or Mitch Trubisky? In Chicago, I p- I probably pick the Bears. A neutral site. Yeah. First of all, in Chicago, I'd obviously pick the Bears. In Green Bay, I'd probably pick. I mean, we Green we, Bay we saw this neutral. before the year you know with, with Jay Cutler when the Bears you know although he got injured and Caleb Haney had to come. Yeah, in, I mean but. the Packers got them at a good time. The Packers got them week one. They won by a point at home. Well, but that's uh, that was only you know Aaron Rodgers missed a big chunk of that game due to injury. Oh, that's true. He did miss. Yeah. miss. But, but yeah, I think Trubisky's getting a little better. Not that he's good, but, yeah. like, you know, every game. Well, by some stats, experience. he's the ninth best quarterback in the league this year. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I have the Bears four spots ahead of the Packers. You have the Packers four spots ahead of the Bears. Uh, you know, two total different teams. And then tied with them is a team that is the biggest difference between the two of us in our rankings. Seven spots apart. That's the uh, Houston Texans. I have the Texans at 16. I have them as they're almost like like the Lions, frankly. They're a team, you know, mm-hmm. in the NFC, they wouldn't have a chance because they're in that garbage division and they're going to make the playoffs. But you have them at number nine. Now, you picked them to win the Super Bowl, didn't you? Uh, Houston? Yeah. I, I Well, no, I picked the Saints to beat Houston in the Super Bowl. Okay, so you had them to win the I AFC. Think. So you're a big believer. They've, you know, they've obviously, they're on a nice little uh, Listen, what I said then was their line looks like it might be the worst in the league. If they could make it into a typically bad line instead of a halluscious line, they'll be okay. Yeah, and that's what they've done. Their line has their line has uh, has corrected. I I don't love Demarius Thomas, but as a second receiver in that offense, he's fine. It's I they they should have gotten a guy who could just absolutely catch bombs after Fuller left. Because yeah, but you know, like a I mean, Anderson look, they type, went from zero and three to six and three, but their winning streak has been incredibly unimpressive. They beat the Colts yeah. only because Frank Reich decided to go for it in that crazy play, so they won in overtime. Then at home, they beat the Cowboys in overtime. That was embarrassing. Then they only beat Buffalo because of a late pick six against Nathan Peterman of all people. True. I mean, so they were three and three on the a Jacksonville win was good, but they didn't move the ball the entire game. They were awful. Yeah, that was really Blake offense. Bortles. The defense was and then, good. And then and, you know, and, and beating this Miami week, at home with Brock Osweiler is nothing to be proud of, really. True. So. And, and this week was was uh, was essentially a loss. Like yeah. they, they should have lost. But I mean, look at their schedule. It's pretty easy. They play they play at Washington after the bye, which you know is is a little tough. But then at home for a three game win, a home streak against Tennessee, Cleveland, and Indy. It's inexcusable yeah. if they don't win at least two out of three there. Then they face well, the Jets. Well, how about Jets. this? Their hardest game the whole year was week one in New England. They were competent. They lost. Yeah. Their second hardest game all year is like at Jacksonville. That might go seven and nine. Well, they're facing Philly. the Eagles they'll in week 16 much. in Philadelphia. 
Yeah, like Philly, but that's because the seven and nine Philly team. That's their second hardest game all year against the team that was a losing record. Yeah, well, that's what happens when you're in this division. And they, also, I mean, that's they, they went four like, and twelve if last Washington year. Washington and Philly finish eight and eight. They don't play a team with a winning record. Well, they have a last play schedule. They went four and twelve last year. That, by the way, did you just hear that? If uh, that would also mean Miami would have to fall back to eight and eight, yeah, which is far that's from possible. A Definitely possible. There's a scenario where they play one winning team all year. Yeah, and it was the Patriots in Week One. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because they're playing the AFC East and there's nobody there. Yeah, and, and, and just to the, go back to the Packers for one second to defend them, like, they're, nine days ago, they should have beaten the Rams in L.A. And we shouldn't say in L.A. because that game was... Yeah. They're, they're not, other than what jerseys they wore, nothing about that game is... Yeah. And, 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 you know, at worst, the neutral. They had 98% of the fans. Yeah. It's funny because, like, if we're going to see the Rams, you know, host... But let's say, look, the Rams have gotten a little game. lucky. They got lucky against Minnesota. They got lucky against Seattle. They got lucky... I mean, the Rams have had a couple of close matchups, much more so than Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Rams are not the greatest team of all time. Yeah. They're, they're, they, If they're the best team, it's by the tiniest of margins. Yeah, I have them going 15-1, by the way. I don't see another I'm just saying, like, schedule. L.A. is is a front-runner town, not to the extent of Miami, but it is a front-runner, or Atlanta. Atlanta doesn't even care, actually, when, when the teams are good. But I like I do wonder if people will come around to the Rams if they are hosting a big playoff game like the NFC Championship game. Will the Rams magically have fans? I'm. It will be weird, right? If they were to host Minnesota or Green Bay or Philly, New Orleans, I guess they don't have as many fans. New Orleans is just a very small. City There's no point. team like, they will play that they won't have at least forty percent of the crowd rooting. For I know, but there are, there are teams that will have ninety percent of the fans. Like a Green Bay, Dallas. Not that they'll be in that game this year. Would yeah. have there would be eight Rams fans in the whole stadium. Yeah, you know if if you know they play an opposite. Um, yeah, I mean, look, that's how it was on Thursday night when the Vikings played there. I mean, think about it. If New England went there for a big game, yeah, it would be only Patriots fans yeah. or, or the Steelers. Yeah, like a national team would have. You know they'd be they'd be doing a you know they'd be practicing with a quiet snap count on during the week. Uh, all right, who's who's after that triumvirate? So yeah, so we have that three way tie at eleven, and now we finally get into the top ten, and we're going to start with a two way tie between teams that faced each other uh, in in the playoffs last year, faced each other in week one, the Falcons and the Eagles. That's very high for the Falcons. That's a lot of you know we're giving them a lot of credit for beating Washington. This yeah, week. you have the Falcons. At what 11. have they done the rest of the year? Yeah, they have. They have two good wins. They beat the Panthers in week in week two, but then the wheels fell off. They lost. Well, that Pittsburgh game games. is the only really really bad game. Yeah, they lost close games to New Orleans and Cincy. And yeah, they won a close Philly, game against Carolina at home. They have two good wins. Beating Carolina is a good win, and winning they still don't Washington have a defense. A uh, you know, which sort of makes them similar, frankly, to the Rams and the Chiefs and, and the Saints. Um, you know, Julio Jones finally got in the end zone for the first time all season. I, I don't know why that was. I mean, I have Julio Jones in one league, and I don't know why. I don't know why that was a story. The Julio Jones thing, like he's Julio Jones is the best receiver in the NFL. Well, he, I'd say well, that's why it's a story Antonio because Brown. the best receiver in the NFL should get more than five touchdowns a year. I know, but people make it seem like he's trash because he he doesn't score touchdowns. Like, yeah, they, he gets double teamed and they throw the ball to Ridley or Sanu or something, or Hooper's been scoring a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and Tevin Coleman's catching them now. Yeah, um, Tevin Coleman, we acquired him in the uh, thirty-two fans league. Yeah, you've been crushing it. You've, yeah, you've been, you've been, you've been asleep it. at the wheel. I pulled off some nice trades. I, I We were 0-8, we and now were, we're 9-9. I don't even nine. know how we got him. I just saw him on our team. I'm like, sweet. We got Tevin <laughs> Coleman. I'm like, but we did lose Mark Ingram. So. I turned Laquan Treadwell and um, Brock Osweiler into Sammy Watkins, and then I turned Sammy Watkins into Tevin Coleman. Oh, that's a really good trade. Watkins for Coleman is like a steal. That's very good. I in my one of, I made a really big trade that I thought would win me a league. 
I traded Deshaun Watson for AJ Green, and now it's going to cost me the league because <laughs> AJ Green might not play again. Anyway, four and four in Cleveland, so you get to five and four. Let's play at the Falcon schedule, okay? Hosting Dallas, that's a win, right? Six and four in New Orleans. They almost beat them, but let's give them a loss. Six and five. Now this is this is two very evenly matched teams. Atlanta, Baltimore. That's in Atlanta. You want to give Atlanta the win? Yeah. Seven and five. Seven and five. In Green Bay, I'm going to give them a loss. Yep. Uh, the Cardinals, I'm going to give them a win. Eight and five. Eight and six. Uh, eight and six. Eight and six. Excuse me. So now you probably need to win both, but I don't know. You definitely in Carolina, need to win both. That's really tough. You're going on the road against two teams in your division. Yeah, so if you split them, you're nine and seven, and you probably miss the playoffs. Yeah, and they're going to win both. You're, you're going to the Tampa Bay game is moot because they lose to Carolina in Week 16 to drop eight and seven, and they get eliminated. Right, they're behind Carolina. They're probably behind one of the NFC North teams. <sighs> yeah, sorry, That's Falcons. Interesting. And I don't even know who'd be playing in that Tampa. You know that that Week 17 game for Tampa could be seven interception, Jameis Winston. Yeah, but again, it, I, I don't even think it's going to matter. Uh, the reality is the Falcons are one of the best 12 teams in the NFL, but yeah, you, you can't lose at home to Cincinnati. You know, you can't. You can't. Look, I mean, you can. I don't New think Orleans. that's a bad loss. I, I, their schedule is just really hard. I don't. I don't blame them. Their defense is really they, bad. Their defense is bad, and we feel bad look, for these teams. The team, but like, they barely beat the Giants win? at home. They barely beat Tampa at home. Let's not like annoy would, them. Would this team have won the Super Bowl? Like, if they got into the playoffs? No, they have a zero percent chance because there's never been a defense this bad to win the Super the, Bowl. And their first remotely now. impressive performance of the entire season was against Washington this past week. So. They spent the first half of the season being mediocre. You weren't impressed by the three-point home win against the Giants? Yeah, exactly. All right, who's next? All right, so, but we are in the top ten. Let's get to number eight, the, uh, the Carolina Panthers. You have them all up at number six. Yeah, I just think they're probably the most balanced team at this point. Um, Cam has been really they're, good. They're scoring points. Their defense is excellent. Yeah. You, mean, look at they, their lo- you look at their losses. They have two losses, two road losses that are close in Washington and in Atlanta. Okay. Their wins, Cincinnati by, Cincinnati by double digits, impressive. Baltimore by 15, impressive. Okay. They, you know, the Tampa, not a, not a, Tampa's not they bad. Only they only beat, beat the Giants because of a 63-yard field goal. I right. So the Giant game was obviously, that was their, that was their abomination yeah. this year. But you know what? Every that abomination, that's what's putting them in the playoffs. Yeah, but now the question is, are they good? We're trying to figure yeah, out. They only have to go four and four the rest of the way. they are. I mean, you look at their schedule, other than Cleveland in Week 14, they don't have a gimme left this on is, the schedule. It's such a, you know, obviously Carolina-Pittsburgh, probably the best rivalry in the NFL. So yeah. I'm excited for Thursday Night Football. Well, I mean, it, it, is, it is for at least one person. David Tepper, Steelers owner, now Panthers Oh, that's owner. true. This, this owner, yeah, so the only person on earth who cares about that is two people, Adam Schefter, Rich Eisen. People who love, like, carrying league's water and, and yeah, coming you're, up with storylines that are only there, for so. other media members. It's like, ooh, this will be interesting to, like, Ian Rappaport and Greg Rosen. It's interesting to me, them. damn it. So, <laughs> Yeah. So you, you, let's say you lose this game because it's in Pittsburgh on a short week. Yeah. Six and three. Who cares? You got Detroit, Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Cleveland coming up. But you got to win. You got you ha- Even if you go three and one in those games, you're still going to need another win to make the playoffs. And you have two games against the Saints. They don't play the Saints until... Monday Night Football of Week 15 is yeah. their first game against the Saints. Yeah. And then they have a short week against Atlanta, and then they're in New Orleans. By the way, Carolina-New Orleans, there's also a scenario where that ends up being the game, but unlikely because I'd assume they're both in the playoffs. at least one of them is going to be in the playoffs and yeah. probably both. Yeah, and, and quite likely New Orleans could be locked into the two-seat. And they will have just played already, which makes it slightly less yeah. exciting. All right. Uh, now yeah, but right. If 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 Carolina can get to ten and three, their last three games basically don't matter unless you want to sweep the Saints and and get the yeah. Five. Well, no, then it definitely matters because yeah, then you're playing the Saints twice, and the winner of those two games right, wins but, the division. Right, but so. they can also they can yeah. I, I guess yeah. I guess there's no scenario there. Again, there's a ma- winning the division is so critical because if yeah. you win the division, you have a bye, 
You need two, one or two home games to go to the Super Bowl. If you lose the division, you have right. to also win three Also, in the AFC, games. you're getting can fodder in that first weekend. In the NFC, you might get you know, the Vikings or a team that can actually play. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's nobody like in the AFC where you get you know, the uh, Cincinnati Bengals backup quarterback. Uh, right, Jeff Driscoll. Next? All right, I, we have a tie at six between the Vikings and the Steelers, which is fitting because they're very the, similar Here's teams. the thing. We talk about Jacksonville and Philly, and for like six weeks, we gave them the benefit of the doubt for being, you know, the champion or or the or an AFC uh, championship game finalist. I don't know, like, if we knew nothing about the Vikings other than the fact that they made the NFC championship game last year, how good would we think they are? Okay, your wins are against the Niners, Mazel Tov, the Cardinals. Who cares? The Jets—that's a joke. The the Lions. Everyone beats the Lions. So your only good win all year is in Philly, and their Philly is a well, not a good team, and you beat them by two points. Yeah, so right. that's a very good result. At the, Ra- you know, at the Rams on three days rest. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, there's one more game. Well, so it. here's the counter it? to that, okay? The counter to that whole thing is, is if they yeah. had not lost to Buffalo, if you reverse the outcome of that Buffalo game, if it's 27-6 the other way, and obviously you can't do that, but in this hypothetical world, yeah, then they're 6-2-1, and one, and their only losses were on three days rest against the best team in the league, and then some fluky turnover game where they outgained New Orleans by you know 200 yards or whatever it was. So... I think that this entire season has yeah. been defined by that Buffalo loss. Yeah. But listen, you're 5-3-1. and one. I don't know if you're – I know you're fine. I know you're not a bad team, but I don't know if you're a good team. Well, Can this team win the, a Super Bowl? The, the issue with the Rams and the Saints, you know, the other best teams in the NFC, is that they don't play defense at all. And so the question is – can the Vikings mm-hmm. run with them? And I think that Cousins, Thielen, Diggs, Rudolph, and now Delvin Cook, who's back and had a 70-yard run in his first game back, I think the answer is they can run with them. Is yeah. their offense as good as those teams? It's a little bit worse, but their defense is eons better than the Rams or the Saints. So you're asking a Vikings fan, can the Vikings? The Vikings are never going to Super Bowl. I think they're cursed. But on paper, I think, you know, I think that this is a team. There's been two problems with this team all season and really going back again to halfway through last season. One is the offensive line and two is the defensive line. Could they get any kind of running game and could they get any kind of pressure on the quarterback? Against Detroit, they did both of those things fairly easily. So we'll see if it continues or not. It's mm-hmm. been one week. Kirk Cousins Yeah, but I told you four of those were not him. Four of those were running back fumbles that count for him. So, but yeah, but his stats, oh, okay. his Chester quarterback ranking is suffering because he, I don't distinguish between that. You know, <laughs> he's so devastated about it. Yeah, five three. So five three and one. But the next yeah, three at games Chicago, are brutal, Green Bay, and at New England. Right, you're on. You're on a bye, but you have two. You're on Sunday Night Football two weeks in a row. So every American get used to Kirk Cousins in Green Bay hosting the Packers, and oddly the one that's not on. Well, um, Fox cho- Fox protected uh, that game, I think. Yeah. Sunday or Monday night. It's a late yeah, game. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be the national game. The whole country will see it, it but it's in in New England. At Seattle, and then yeah. you have a Monday night. Game, I mean, so. so the next four weeks. Yeah, I mean, the, whole, the Vikings have had a brutal schedule this game. year, and they blew their easiest game of the year at home against Buffalo. So now, if you win, if you win one of those games only, yeah. if you go one and three, you're you know you just need to win out because nine six and one will get you in the well, playoffs. Nine and seven definitely won't. Nine, you know. Right. I, and I think nine, yeah. six, and one will get you in. Especially because you'd be beating Chicago in that last game. I, I don't know if yeah. that helps. I mean, the, the worst case, I mean, they have to split with Chicago at the worst. And. Right. I guess if you, if you sweep Chicago. Well, if they sweep Chicago, they're winning the division. If you sweep so. Chicago, you, you only, right. You only need to win yeah. two of the, of the five yeah. games in the middle. And one, one of them Detroit. is at home against so, Miami. Yeah. I mean, I think that at Seattle game, the four weeks after the bye are going to be very, very difficult. So if you want... 
I do think people forget how good Dalvin Cook was. He was Cook literally leading the league last year. He had more running yards through four games. Yeah, like you ha- you may in a few weeks, especially now he gets a bye after like I would not have brought him back at all for the They Detroit brought him game. back too early on three um, separate occasions this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that was a mistake and uh, there's no guarantee he could stay healthy, but you have like he's not girly. But you have a guy who's like could be a top five running back and and could be, and remember he was yeah. not the question there last is the offensive playoffs line. like it could be a big difference maker and he doesn't even need to carry twenty two times a game because Latavius Murray's been yeah totally the question is the offensive line and the defensive line those are the questions about this team well nobody has a good defensive line there's like three teams yeah. that can rush the passer so the well, offensive the line just had ten I sacks so uh, let's space them out a little bit let's get five a game instead of ten in one game. And then, uh, and then Pittsburgh is again. Well, I, the, the Jets got like the Jets also got to you know anyone. Yeah, but that's get what I'm saying. But the Lions right had now. the ninth best by DVOA, the ninth best pass protection in the league coming into last week. Uh, I don't know what that is, but yeah, but they're bad. The, right, the, Lions uh, the Steelers are sort right. of you know they also started a little bit slow. They had a tie. They've sort of righted themselves. Remember when people wanted to fire Mike yeah. Tomlin when they were one two and one? Well, I, I'm lower. You know, we did our coach rankings a couple weeks ago. I'm lower on Mike Tomlin than I've ever been in his career. I just don't think his in-game decision-making is great. Mm-hmm. But obviously his players like to play for him, although, you know, there's been some rumors behind the scenes about that this year. And, uh, you know, he's aggressive, which I like. And the bottom line is his team has been consistently winning for, for 15 years or whatever it's been, so 10 years. They have they have three easy road games coming up. Jacksonville, not that easy, but Jacksonville, Denver, and Oakland. You win those, you're already at eight games before, you know, right. the end of the season. Can we get the to the season. top five? Uh, they we're we're with the I, I just I'm trying to figure out what this how the Steelers what do you have the Steelers going? I in have final the Steelers going six and two, five and three. I mean, so then so six and two gets you eleven four and one. You you don't they're the three seed. They don't have a no, bye. No, KC and New England. Man, that would be a good three. Yeah, seed well, it's going to be Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. They have a lot of tough games, not just Carolina in, in two days, but they have the Chargers and the Patriots, although all all three of those games I just mentioned are at home, and then Cincy. So the four four good home teams, and then in New Orleans, which that, that would be a fun game. Pittsburgh at New Orleans, like week three. The problem sometimes with these week 16 games is one it doesn't matter for one well, of the yeah, teams. Interconference games are better. Yeah, That would be like a good December. Sunday night game. I agree. Pittsburgh, all right, New Orleans. number five uh, is a team uh, that I have below yeah. uh, the teams we just mentioned, Pittsburgh and Minnesota, and that's the San Diego Chargers. My issue with you char- having the Chargers this high is... No, it's the Los Angeles yeah. Chargers. Uh, Chargers. Until the game at Seattle, which was a decent win, they had no decent wins. They beat mm-hmm. Buffalo, not... Right, well, we said this, and they're not going to have any more because they have Oakland, Denver, and Arizona the next three weeks, meaning they'll be 9-2 and two without... Yeah, a win against the winning team because yeah. Seattle. I mean, is, you know, they they sort of struggled team, right? to beat uh, San Francisco. They sort of struggled to beat Buffalo. Those should be now. On they the other hand, they beat Tennessee by one. Yeah, well, yeah, they they're and then there are two losses. The other on the counterpoint is there are two losses against the two best teams in the NFL. So that's fair. Yeah. Although neither. Well, game that's was what we, we said this two weeks ago. You don't know anything about them. They're going to be nine yeah. and two, and you're going to know nothing about them. Now, if they go into Pittsburgh and win on December second, yeah, then I mean they're playing sixteen road games, so that's not easy. But. So yeah, let's let's put a pin in the, in the Chargers. They might yeah. be as low as ten or eleven. They might be as high as three or four. Mm-hmm. How about this? Can the Chargers win the Super Bowl? I, just, I don't know yet. I would say no because they they we we played a game last year. Do you want to play it again? Where one of the us gets six teams, the other one gets the other. I think 26. it was five. But at this point, I, I think, think it was five have, and twenty-seven. We have, we have to go lower than six because it's too late in the year, obviously. So how many teams? Well, l- l- so, let's sort of let's let's bid. I would be willing to take okay five teams. 
Okay, well, that's very easy. I think both of us would, would you take, take four. Five. The, question, the question here is, would someone take yeah. four? Um, I'll give you four. I'll take 28. Yeah, I know. I think we'll both do that. I think we both want that deal. I think the difference between four and five is so... No, you fine. You take five. You're going to take five teams. I'm going to take okay. So we're reversing. Last year we did it the other way around. All right. Yeah, but I got six. But again, it was before the season. Now no, it was a month into the season, and that. you got five. I think. Okay, five. Five is a lot. Right. Well, you're giving me five. Before is very little. Four. Go for it. All right. I'm going to yeah, take yeah. in the yeah, NFC. I'm going to take the Rams and the Saints. Okay. In the AFC, I'm going to take the Chiefs and the Patriots. Okay. I'm going to take the Chargers. You're going to take the Panthers and NFC and uh, NFC North. Game. I mean, t- to me, there's 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 four other options: it's Chargers and Steelers, Vikings, and I, I don't think the mm-hmm. Panthers are an option. I'm not going to take the Vikings because if the Vikings win the Super Bowl, that means I lose a bet. Like you know, I, I could you know I would lose yeah, a million of those bets. Yeah. So yeah. do sure. I take Chargers or Steelers? I I don't see either one of these teams winning the Super Bowl. I think I'd even do it at four, but you're giving me five, so. <laughs> I guess I'll take. Yeah, I think you probably have better than better than fifty fifty odds with five. I think I would take Pittsburgh just because the AFC it's easier to run through. You get a Brady injury, they might yeah. be the favorites even to win I mean, the AFC. Do I go off the board and take like the Falcons or the Eagles? No, I would not do that. All right, for my fifth team, I'm going to take. I don't know. You pick my fifth team for me. How about that? <laughs> the Bills. All right, I'll pick the Steelers for you. Okay, so I get the Chargers, I get the Panthers, I get the Vikings and the Bears. Yikes. You got the, the defending the champions. Yeah. All right, I like my chances. The Eagles or All the right. Jaguars to come back. All right, so All right. now the top Let's four the, teams. The top four quickly. Not a lot yeah. of drama. So tied for third are New England and New Orleans. I know we just you know mentioned this. The Saints absolutely can win the Super Bowl. They absolutely yeah. can win the Super Bowl this year. Yes, they could. I really think, I've been thinking about this, like if, if, if the Diggs play doesn't happen... It's not a hot take to say that they give Philly a much harder game because they couldn't have given Philly a less hard game. Yeah. I just don't think that that Breeze team is the type of team that gets destroyed. The Eagles were better and probably would have won. Well, I mean, they got destroyed in the first half against the Vikings. They were losing, what, 20 to nothing at the half? Yeah, I, I, you just can't, I don't know if you could keep Breeze down for 60 minutes and hold him to seven points, though. Uh, yeah. We talked about, we talked like eight hours ago when we were just starting this podcast, we talked about good coaches getting better. And I think that's what's happening with Green Bay right with uh, New England right now. Like they're yeah, and this is without their immortal tight end who, who knows if they're going to have him you know be useful at any point this season. They have so many weapons right now, even though their receiving core like on paper is just meh, or was at you know at one point meh. Um, like James White is is having another like Pro Bowl receiver. So now you have on an average play you have like Gordon Edelman Hogan who is you know has a tough time getting open but catches everything. White and and if you have Gronk, like that's a, that's a like a superstar five out there with Brady and Sony Michelle looked really good for a couple. weeks. Uh, yeah, and that doesn't injured. even right. That doesn't even include Sony Michelle, who's the top ten running back when he's healthy. Now they have Cordell Patterson, which I think is a gimmick. Which probably now that you know he's running, like if wide receivers could be good running backs, they would be running backs. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to be like. I think that's no, like he a was he was an Jonas Gray type. You know, he's not he's not running the ball four times in a game the rest of the year when Sony Michelle comes back. I would I would agree. But you're they're about to be nine and two because they have the Titans by and the Jets. And they could basically put their foot off the gas. I mean they, they, they after nine and two they play all three. Well, but they can't again. because they have to match with Kansas City. They beat Kansas City, but they gotta match them. I mean at a certain point your quarterback's forty one. I would literally sit him for the Minnesota and the Pittsburgh games. I know they won't. Uh, I mean, but I hope I, they like I, I I would be fine at twelve and four if that gets you a buy. I wouldn't care if I was the one seed or the two seed. I mean, if we got ten sacks against Tom Brady, I think I'd have to get a new pair of pants. 
Well, you would. It wouldn't be Tom Brady. In my scenario, it would be. It, it would be the no. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what. Yeah, it would be Kyle Loretta. Let's, let's knock him out of the game. Um, Ease our way to the Super Bowl. That is the Vikings' mo. They did do yeah. it to Aaron Rodgers last year. All right, and then uh, at the top we have the Chiefs at number two, the Rams at number one, right? Yeah, I mean, all right. If, so if these two teams right now were playing in the Super Bowl on a neutral field, what's the line? Well, they will be playing on a neutral field in Mexico in a couple of weeks. Okay, what do you? What's the spread? So we probably do know the spread. That's a good point. Yeah, I would say the Rams would be favored by uh, one and a half. It's annoying having Chiefs or Rams on your fantasy team because that Week Twelve buy. I think most seasons there is not a Week Twelve buy. And it's after the trade deadline. In it's most after a lot of trade deadlines. It's very you have to like prepare beforehand. I got Brandon. Yeah, Cooks but if you've been everywhere. riding Rams and Chiefs, but, if but you've been there's a league where I Pat play Mahomes. at someone with Cooks and Tyreek Hill, and that's like a, almost a, that's like a free half win. You know, they have no receivers yeah. that week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. What? I, I, so the Chiefs are going to be nine and one going to that game. The, I think I think the Rams will be favored by three. You think it's that much? I think the Rams would be favored by three. It could be it could be even or a point for the. It might be one. I think the, the Chiefs Rams. have been more impressive than the Rams so far this year. I, I for whatever reason, the I Rams think the perception came, is that like no, the perception is the other way around. But the Rams came out of the gate hot. But look who they did it against: Oakland mm-hmm. and Arizona, the two worst teams in football. The Viking the Vikings game came down to one play. The Seattle game came down to one play. The Denver game and Denver stinks came down to one play. And Green Bay came down to one play. And then they lost that. Do you Orleans. think Goff is just okay? Do you think Goff is like? A, a competent quarterback with physical ability with the, with, with I think golf is just okay coach yeah their last six weeks the Chargers win was impressive their last six weeks haven't been spectacular yeah but in those six and, weeks and, they've beaten Minnesota and Green Bay like let's not let's not go too crazy. yeah but, but again but they but those both games were very very close and then you contrast that with Kansas City Kansas City went into Pittsburgh and won they also beat the Chargers so you know that's even they also, you know, blew out San Francisco so you know they also won a closer game than should have been against Denver but they blew out Jacksonville they blew out Cincinnati, who coming into that game, people thought was a playoff team. Yeah. Well, this is their real test. They don't have another game against a team that's better than 4-4 four and four the rest of the way other than the KC game. Well, that's why I have the Rams going 15-1. and one. I don't have them losing another game. And I think they're going to be 15-1, and one, and no, I do not think no, they're going to. Because gonna... they wouldn't even be. I mean, I guess the Rams not trying would still probably beat Arizona and San Francisco to, be, to end the year. And again, I, I disagree with you because New Orleans is going to win that tiebreaker. No, they're, how about this? They lose in Chicago. I say the Rams go 13-3. and three. Well, that would be bad for me because if they lose in Chicago, then the Chicago's winning that division. Yeah, I think they're going to lose. In, well, it would be bad for you. Yeah, I think that the Rams are going to go 15-1 and one and lose in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Just like they did last year. I mean, they were 11-5. All right, five. I would be fine with that. Yeah, th- and that becomes their MO then. It's like, oh, McVay, he can't do it in the playoffs. And and wow, the other, like, that that would be 12.1. 12.2 would be, wow, Akiva predicted Saints-Texans. Like, he must be a genius. We need to hire him. Yeah. Okay. That's that will be the entire Super Bowl pregame show. Yeah, if if the Saints Texans is the Super Bowl, like we're going to have to cut that thing and just like figure out how to like play it on a loop and add it, uh, you know, yeah. put audio into Twitter and Facebook. I'd have to brag about that forever. I'm still hoping that Dolphin Super Bowl from a couple years ago comes to fruition. All right. Uh, should we pick winners and losers? I beat you again last week. You went with the home teams Washington and Denver. I went with the road teams and I won both those. So I beat you last week. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I'm looking at the sp- at the uh, schedule this week. There's not a single underdog that I would I think is going to win. Uh, you should bet that. You should just bet a parlay of every favorite. Well, no, because I mean, obviously one is going to. But I'm just saying, in my picks, you know, usually I have you know two to three underdogs. Mm-hmm. I mean, last week I had uh, had Oakland as an underdog, which was wrong, obviously. <laughs> but I, I had Atlanta as an underdog, which was right. I had Houston as an underdog, which was right. I just I don't see a which underdogs do you have winning this week? Let's do it quickly like that. 
Well, I, the thing that makes me no, most nervous, I would never bet eight and a half for the Jets to beat. Like the Jets couldn't beat Alabama no, by eight and a half. It's right way too now. high. It's way too high. That, that is insanely high line. But I mean, Nathan Peterman, you you cannot take the points with Nathan Peterman ever, ever, ever. But if Josh Allen plays, then there's no reason that this should be a blowout. Well, that line might go under, might go down to like six and a half at that point. It's already maybe at seven and a half someplace. Yeah. Carolina, I like the points in Carolina, four and a half, but I don't, I wouldn't pick them to win outright. Uh, Washington, I, I just don't, I don't think they can score with Tampa. I've already said that. Oh, New Orleans is favored in Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's definitely uh, frisky there. And then Jackson. Are you picking, picking one of these underdogs to actually win? Mm, I'm looking. Jacksonville and Indy is the other one. Uh, Giants are not going to win with San Fran. Dallas not going to win with Philly. No, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. If I had to pick one underdog this week, my best underdog of the week is probably the Jaguars in Indianapolis. All right, so we have no disagreements this week. Is that what you're telling us? That's annoying. Yeah, if we went by the spread, we might have like seven disagreements. But just straight yeah. up, there aren't a lot of small spreads. It's been weird. Like last, I see a last lot week. of there's there's a seven and a half, a sixteen and a half, a seven and a half, a nine and a half, a nine and a half, a ten and a half, a six and a half. Like we're not gonna be on the other side of those games for the most part. Winners yeah. and losers. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. So that's our midseason power rankings. All right, keep it real. No, it's out there. Bye bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.